to episode 112 of Inside the Cage. Scott and Mark with you as ever, as positive and ready to go as ever. How are you, big man? Hi, good man. How are you? Not yeah, bad, not bad. Um, I all good. Enjoying the fact. What? Same with yesterday. Ah, uh, less we talk about Scotland, the better, my man. I think to be fair. Yeah, I think we should avoid it. Uh, but I thought I thought I'd get a wee mention in there since that is now Tuesday when we're recording. Yeah, yeah. A wee bit later this week, guys, because of the football, because somebody decided they wanted to have a few beers for the football yesterday, so... We packed the... Oh, if he'd stayed sober, we could have done it. Uh, I'm not exactly pushed. I had six beers. I swallowed them inside an hour and a half. No, not two. It's all four or five my left. I came at quarter to two. Where did you go to fucking school? Shut up. Same school as you, yeah, prick. I know. Doesn't say much, but does it? No, it really doesn't. How's things it, been this week? Enjoying the football? I've not really seen much yet, to be honest. I've seen one or two games, maybe one or two halves, but I've not seen a lot yet, to be honest. But um, I hopefully hopefully start now getting stuck into it, because I'd really like to watch some of it, cause especially the night. Big game of night, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Fans jamming it. So that'll be good. Be good for the folk who get to watch it. It will be. I think it'll be worth being tired for, put it that way. So I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, mate, I just need to see see how tired I am when I get to 8 o'clock, mate, and see no, how it goes, mate. If I end up goose, I'll just go to my bed. Fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, let's fair get way. moving on. Uh, so, on this show, guys, we'll have a look back at 263 from the weekend, an epic 263. Um, we'll do a little bit on Bellator, seeing bits and bobs and that, and then we'll look forward to this weekend, which is UFC... Um, there is a PFL, but we are skipping that this week. So we're just checking out the UFC for this weekend. And then Mark will finish with his news and his fight announcement of the week. So let's get going then. Uh, UFC 263, Adesanya versus Vittori, headlined obviously by the rematch between Israel Adesanya and Marvin Vittori. Yeah. <laughs> you said he's so disappointed. No, listen, I mean, I think when I did my predictions... So somebody called us out on Twitter for picking Vittori, but it's one of these ones, mate. It was it was one of those ones for me where it was leading with my heart or my head, and my heart said Vittori just because I'm not an Adesanya fan, and Vittori's been pretty good his last few fights. That relentless pressure is something to behold, but there was never any doubt, mate. To be honest with you, Adesanya's a complete utter level above Vittori. So Adesanya never right. I think I read a few things saying maybe that he wasn't exactly outstanding, but I don't think he ever had to be. Um, or it was told he got him down a couple of times, but most of the time he got straight back up again. Was it something like 20 attempts or something like that he had, and it was fucking like three times he got him down? Mm. Some silly like that, for I remember reading. Um, so it kind of, I just proved, Vittori's a good fighter against a certain type of opponent, but when somebody's got such a good takedown defence and can you avoid your, your takedowns as well as Adesanya can, then you're fucking, you're fucked. Um, he's not really got that extra facet to his game to go and stand and strike them properly. He could probably try and power punch his way through, but if you can't get anyone near the cunt, you can't land him. It's never got any harm. It was, I was really disappointed with Vittori in that respect. I, I, I don't know if we've ever seen the best of Vittori. Maybe he was too hyped up, maybe he was too pressurised himself getting into the fight. Um, or maybe just the best of Vittori just isn't good enough to land, to, to stay with second gear Adesanya because that's basically what it was well I totally agree I don't think we've seen the best of Vittori 
That's uh, that's for sure. Um, I think Vittori's fought a lot better than that recently, but I mean, I don't know if the best of Vittori would even then get anywhere as Adesanya. I kind of get the feeling that Adesanya could have went up another gear or two on Saturday, which is a very scary prospect, but I don't know, mate. I just I just felt a little bit deflated even watching it, even though I, I kind of thought Adesanya would win, and that, that's not what bothered me. Like Genuinely, that's not what bothered me, because as I say, in my head, he was winning anyway. I think it was just a bit I think it was just a bit disappointing. I don't think either of them were absolutely like I don't think Vittori was good in defeat and I don't think Adesanya was particularly good in victory, if you know what I mean. I bet it didn't have to be. I know, I know. I'm not saying <coughs> that's what should have happened. I'm just saying from a point of view of you know being disappointed that that was the case because I was expecting this to be, you know, fireworks, I guess, like a lot of people were. And it just was a wee bit flat for me, that was all. Well, yeah, I'm I, saying it was... I, I expected something a wee bit more competitive. And maybe, uh, obviously, I think five rounds to nil was probably a bit harsh. Mm. Um, uh, you can't argue with it, but it was maybe a bit, a bit harsh and Vittoria at the same time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I think people expected something a lot closer than that. People expected Vittoria maybe to try and dominate one or two rounds, or expected them to dominate one or two rounds, but probably still expected Adesanya in the end to come out and win the fight. Mm-hmm. Um but we didn't get anything like that from Vittoria at all, and it was just so disappointing in that respect as well. Um, as an Adesanya fan, he done what he does. He, he stands there, he, he counter strikes. I said, I don't know if you listened to uh, the post, the post we done with Mustard MMA, but I said using the big octagon to make a massive difference. I think it done that as well. Yeah. You see him use the whole outside of the, the octagon. He just kept going, kept circling, moving about, using the space, doing what he does. And what he does is fucking brilliant. And it might look simple at times, it might look a bit basic, but at the same time, to do what he does was fucking sensational. Man, he was doing a bit of fucking shifting and moving on the cage side and all that. Just Tori's trying to hit him four, five, six times and just get fucking hitting fresh air every fucking time. Yeah. It must be so demoralising when that happens as well. Thinking, fuck, say, how am I supposed to hit this cunt if he's just fucking moving his head and I'm going to get anywhere near him? Um, <sighs> Man, Adesanya was. As I say, he was Adesanya, he was brilliant. For me, I thought he was brilliant and in a certain way that he didn't have to go into that third, fourth, fifth gear that we've seen him do in the past. Gaston took him to fourth, fifth gears. That's where Gaston took him at the time, but he didn't have to do that here. Yeah. Crew, second gear and just all the way along. And I think probably, that's probably the more disappointing thing than anything. It's just the fact that we never had to see Adesanya push it up a level. Yeah. It's one of these fights that we talked about before. Like a fifty forty five was maybe a bit unfair in Vittori, but I can see Adesanya winning all five rounds. So the scoring isn't that unfair, but I think over the course Vittori probably deserved to win a round. I actually scored the first round for Vittori. Um maybe I'm just clueless, but I thought it was, it was, probably, it was probably the only one he did one, to be honest. Yeah, but uh, overall I would have said maybe that's why this, you know, this ten point must scoring system is just crap because you know Overall, he probably did enough to win a round, but not enough to win the fight anywhere near it. So, yeah, definitely the, the correct decision. Yeah, 100%. You can't argue with that, man. It was... I'll be interested to see what's next for Adesanya. It's obviously called out Whitaker. He wants Whitaker not one, but it sounds like and that's probably the shout. Fuck it, man. We've done it in Australia. Let's get it to New Zealand and let's get it in his backyard and go for there. That's exactly what he said. He said, I spanked you in your own backyard. Why don't you come to me and I'll do it again? And it's like the balls on the game. And like, I think it'd be brilliant. It'd be brilliant for New Zealand to have that uh, have that fight in that size of fight. It would be unbelievable, mate. It'd be it's, another... 
I thought pay per view going to another country because it's, it's not very often you pay per views in other countries. That's yeah, exactly. very limited. And the superstar that is Israel Adesanya would make that hundred percent a pay per view in New Zealand, and it would be fucking sensational. Oh. Of course he would, mate. He'd sell it himself. Doesn't need anybody else on the card. He'd just put that one fight in the card and it would fucking sell. Is it Eden Parkless? Is it Eden Parkless in New Auckland? Uh, I think so. Is it a cricket ground? Uh, a big ground. Where the old blacks usually play. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is Eden Park. So you might even find maybe try to do something like that. I know it's not got a roof, but I know it's if the weather's bad in New Zealand and kind of later on in the year, do you know what I mean? So you could easily yeah. do that maybe outside event. Fucking, what is it, 50, 60,000 Eden Park in Auckland? That would be fucking... Off the chain, man. Yeah. The amount of fighters you could get on that for that record would as well, man. You'd have New Zealand boy Brad Riddell with a really good performance eventually on Saturday as well. So you could get some cracking fighters on that. That's what that's what city kickboxing are based, aren't they? So, exactly. so yeah. the amount of fighters you could get on that would, would be sensational, would be a sensational event, and it's obviously the fight to make now for Adesanya, hundred percent. Yeah. Which I think Vittori goes as a Vittori fan, just out of curiosity. Difficult one, mate. Like this. These guys just keep getting swatted away by Adesanya, so maybe Costa's a good shout for Vittori because Costa obviously bottled it and doesn't want to fight Whitaker. Yeah, I think I think I've seen Costa call him out. So not Whitaker. Where's Gastelum stepped into fight? I know what you're talking about. Canadian. Ah, is that the one that pulled out because then there was money. That, the money. Aye. Aye, that aye. So uh, maybe maybe um maybe Vittori versus Costa if Costa's still wanting to fight. If not, you're looking, I don't know, mate. Maybe the Tory Till was a fight to make. That was the original fight, wasn't it? That was supposed to happen, but Ed Till was, was fighting thingy in September, aren't he? So, oh, fuck it. Aye, I don't know where the Tory goes next, but if Costa's not got a fight, fuck it, give him, him, give him uh, two muscle-bound big boys. That's been interesting to see. Definitely, mate, definitely. What about fucking Brandon Moreiro, man? Mate, this is fucking... This was sensational. I honestly couldn't believe it. Like I know maybe I think I've seen a few things about fucking Figueredo seeing a bad weight cut and all that, but do you want to know something? I don't give a fuck what Figueredo would have turned up on that night. I think Moreno would have fucking had him because I thought he was fucking brilliant. Um, Figueredo didn't have any answer to anything he did. Even like striking was sharp as it usually is. It was fucking absolute spot on. Fucking... On the ground was superb as well, man. He finished Figueredo with a submission was just it's just unbelievable. Like and you seen the emotion at the end as well. So I don't think he realised at first that I'm not realised, but it was he didn't let the emotion flow at first and I think eventually just that took over and he fucking started greeting. It was just unbelievable. Um, I'm so happy for him because he seems just a, such a genuinely nice wee guy. Do you know what mm. I mean? He just seems like a kind of a spot on me dude. And it was just fucking brilliant from it, really was, mate. It was just a sensational performance. It was like, uh, although how good he was, I still think Figueredo seemed a bit off. I still don't think that was the best version of Figueredo. Now, whether that's a bad week or not, I'm not making excuses for him. I was 100% in Moreno's camp, like, like in hearts, like with my heart, you know, I definitely want him to win. But um, I honestly, man, it was absolutely superb, amazing. It was, mate, it was, it was brilliant. And first, obviously, Mexican born UFC champion is just sensational. Man. It opens up a, not opens up a whole new world, but you could possibly look at trying to get a pay-per-view there, man. Do you know what I mean? You could end up with a pay-per-view and him defending his title in Mexico at some point, which would be fucking sensational. Absolutely. Imagine amazing, Mexican mate. crowd and he's fucking fine. 
headline and that, it would just be fucking it would be unbelievable. It really would be unbelievable, mate. It would be it would be it off it was probably one of the best titled like win reactions you've ever seen. Like he was, it took him a couple of minutes to settle into the idea that he'd actually won, and then when he did, it just came ripping out him, man. And um, did you, I don't know if you noticed, right? But Pons and Ebu, what looked like Pons and Ebu was on the Spanish the Spanish announced team, right. right? And at one point when I looked over, the Spanish commentator, who I presume was the guy sitting next to Pons and Ebu, I'm sure it was Pons and Ebu, but it looked like him anyway. And the guy was just literally standing. He was looking at the crowd and he was just pointing at Moreno as if he was going, this is the guy, man. This is the guy. It was just, it was a brilliant scene because like obviously you had Moreno in the shot and behind Moreno you had the fucking Spanish announcer. I was like, that's class, man. They're obviously so buzzing because he's obviously Spanish speaking and it's their guy and he's literally just standing, pointing at him. And I was like, man, that's just, that's just class, man. It just, it was, a think everybody in the whole industry and the whole world would have been absolutely buzzing for Brandon Moon. I can honestly think I generally don't think other than Figueredo there was anybody watching that who did not feel utter joy and emotion for Brandon Moreno in that. I, I think even at the end but you've seen Figueredo. Figueredo came back in and was pretty thingy with Moreno and lifted Moreno up and all that and was basically oh, this is a new champion. And to be fair he was really graceful in fucking defeat to be fair man. I think he knew on the night that like maybe I was not 100% but I've got fuck. I just get fucking pumped for nearly three rounds there. Yeah. Um, so he knew, I think, himself that it was a it was a pretty poor performance, and Moreno was just so much fucking better than him on the night, and it was fucking brilliant. I think eventually we'll see a third fight between these two because it's so good to watch the two of them. Obviously, we know the first one was brilliant. Moreno was just so good this time around. So Figueroa will go away now. Probably have to fight a couple of times. I think you even heard maybe I'm about maybe going up to bantamweight, so possibly maybe we'll not see him again at flyweight. Um, Right, Moreno, but I think at some point you've got to see these two back in the back in the octagon further down the line, even if it's two or three well, four years away. There's also the argument that there's no trilogy needed because it's a win and a draw. It's not a win each. I just, I, I, I just think because of how good these two probably are within the division, you're going to see that trilogy fight. It's, it's um, like it's like wanting them to. Aye, I know what you're saying. Like, Figueredo, Figueredo may need to take a couple of steps back, but he's two steps back, so he's got to fucking climb up them pretty fucking quickly. And you're going to see him, if Moreno's still champion at that point, you're going to see him step up and eventually have to face Moreno again, even if it's a wee bit down the road. Mind you, you look at Askar Askarov, he's probably the next challenger, I would think, for, for Brandon Moreno within that division. I can't really see anybody else getting the shot, so... And he's fucking legit, do you know what I mean? The guy's fucking a superb fighter, so it's a... Askarov, I mean, Askarov did tweet after, or Instagram after, saying, oh, Brandon, let's go, you and I have got unfinished business. So I, I think I'd be a brilliant fight to make, mate. A tough fight for Moreno, to be honest with you, but um, I'd be good. But he's, he's proven he's getting better and better, man. I think he said at the time that basically for the last six months he's just been fucking... Um, working on things so you can see that but because he was fucking he really was fucking superb man as I said the ground game was just something I did not expect from it really yeah, wasn't it it was different class but to submit Figueredo something else because Figueredo's a black belt so um, aye oh, man, I'm just so buzzing for Moreno man it's absolutely class did you see the big mural they've done in Tijuana for him no 
Everybody was calling line, I think within 24 hours they'd done this fucking full wallet and a fucking picture of Brendan Moreno on his belt. You know where you find it at? I found it earlier on, I heard about it and I seen it earlier on. It was the fucking class with it, really, really good. So that's that bit where he's fucking get a belt or he should on, he's fucking greeting. So yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a class mural, man. You need to try and see if you can find it. I'll try and do that, mate. Askar Askarov drew with Moreno. So, I mean, that'd be a good fight for him to get back, especially in a title fight, you know? 100%, mate. Um, it's going to be it's a fight to make probably next day anyway, so it'll make it even fucking... It'll just make it be a sensational fight. It really will be a sensational fight between the two of them. Um, I can't wait to see when they make that, because it'll be brilliant, especially if Moreno gets better and better again. And you know Askarov's that good, so... He's only 27 as well, um, Brandon Moreno, so... I don't mean that's in a, a silly way, but he seems like a bit of a daft wee boy. He just mm. seems a bit kind of, I don't know what the word is, but he just seems like a boy who's just fighting and just enjoying himself and just enjoying every minute. And it's good to see him somebody that being like that, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards. I love how you put Nate Diaz there first. Because I think that probably told the story of this fight that people are probably talking more about the, the last minute than the other 24 minutes before the last minute. I don't think they were talking about the last minute. I think they're just talking about him in general, mate. Like, he's sellable, he's marketable, that's the thing. Like, I was talking to the boys in the but, work and they think, they, think I'm, they think I'm crazy because I was like, listen, Nate Diaz is not a particularly good fighter. Nowadays, the back in the day, probably was. Like, that was a different style. But see now, the guys are technically so good and so well-rounded and so well, you know ripped and athletic that Nate Diaz is almost out of date but he's so marketable he's so like you can basically have him fighting anybody and it's it's a shooting to be a success like people keep saying I keep seeing this thing right the same statement all over again um, Edwards won the fight but Diaz won the night and all that shit right and it's so true because that. He did, aye, he did, mate. Um, and that was it, that's as simple as that, it was exactly it. Now, I don't think it really makes any difference, it's not going to make any difference to Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards put a very firm exclamation mark on the end of his name in that division for me. Um, I know they're talking about Kobe fighting Usman, which I think is a shame, but I get it. And Edwards will just need to wait, but, I mean, yeah. This was exactly what it was always going to be, mate. Um, Edwards, you said it was going to be Edwards coming out party. I'm not sure it had the, the desired effect in that sense, but it was always going to be. Well, that's that, that's my that's my point basically. That's what it should have been, but it wasn't. He didn't do that. He never got that kind of statement. He seen the two bad cuts that he gave Diaz. I think was it in the third. I think he got bad in the third. The one inside of the head, and the one just above the eye. They were fucking. They were bad cuts. They weren't quite bad enough, obviously, for a doctor stoppage or anything like that. But he had to go. He had to finish that fight. See, he finish that fight. He might even have jumped ahead of Colby in the fucking race for the the title shot next. But he didn't do anywhere near enough. Don't get I me wrong. He, domi- he dominated twenty four minutes of the fight, but it probably wasn't enough to go right. I'm fucking next. Here's a question for you, right? Simple yes or no answer, right? Did Leon Edwards stock raise in this fight? Not massively, if at all. Yeah. And this was the thing. This is what we talked about beforehand. 
I said it on when we teamed up with the boys at Mustard MMA. By the way, shout out to the boys because they're class. If you don't haven't listened to them, get them checked out at Mustard MMA. Brilliant podcast, great but great but couple of boys on there as well. We were on their show last week, and I said this was basically this 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 fight was to benefit UFC more than the other guy. And I think actually, I think I actually nailed that, mate. It's not very often I say some shit, and when I go, I don't know what that was some that was some pretty switched on shit. But I genuinely believe the biggest winner from Friday, from Saturday night in this fight wasn't the Diaz or Leonidas, but it was the UFC. UFC got exactly what they wanted from it. They got a pop from the fight. They got Edwards get booed, which is good for UFC because it's just another reaction to a fighter. Diaz get cheered, even though he got absolutely fucking pumped. It'll be a wee bit of drama at the end. They had some blood. It was literally, literally had everything. I think the only way this could have went better for UFC is if Edwards had you know, up the stock a bit more than what he did. But other than that, mate, this is exactly what this was. It basically benefited neither guy. I don't think either guy... I mean, nothing changed with Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz was Nate Diaz throughout the whole thing. Same Nate Diaz we've seen before, and it was the same Nate Diaz we see next. And Edwards... I think the only thing with this is, I think... The only thing... I think it will benefit Nate Diaz in the respect that I think he will get another fight, to be honest. I think, see if he went out of there... I think if Edwards had been out there and pumped him inside three rounds, I think he'd have struggled to see Nate Diaz again anytime soon. But that last minute, that last minute that fucking everybody fucking went wild for, which fair enough, he, he caught fucking Leon a beauty. Leon said himself, I'm a wee bit lazy, but that last minute, it makes him mega marketable again. If, he, if he's been fucking totally shreds for 15 minutes and got absolutely fucking pumped out of there twice in a row, once against Masvidal, then fucking against Leon Edwards, his stock's fucking pretty low. Yeah, he's a name. Yeah, he's massive. But actually getting him in a fight of any sort of rele- relevance again would be fucking probably extremely difficult. Whereas that last minute probably gets that from now. I don't think so. I still think guys want to fight him. Guys want to fight him. UFC want him to fight. He's marketable. Look at the pop he got, mate. It was the biggest pop of the whole night. You know, he, I know it's. I know Ben caught that because of that last minute. If he didn't have that last minute, that's what I'm trying to no, say. No, I mean when he, I mean when he came out before aye, the fight that's, started. Aye, that's mate. different. But after twenty, if he'd taken twenty-five minutes of an absolute beating, which he did for twenty-four minutes, pretty much, but he just never get finished. Nah, that see, last minute know. changed that. I don't think that last minute would have made any difference to the pop he got at the end, mate. Because he always, it's his attitude. It's not even the way he fights, mate. It's the way his attitude is and the way like he fucking flipped away, you know, Edwards' his hands and gave him the fucking finger and stuff like that. It's that that people love. It's the bravado. It's he's he's marketable, mate. He's sellable. I don't see him. I see him fighting as long as he wants to. To be honest with the UFC, whether he gets anywhere close, I don't think he'll ever get close to a title fight again after that. I don't think he's on that level, but um, yeah. It is what it is, mate. Listen, I don't think it did what exactly what it wanted for Leon Edwards. It showed how good Leon Edwards is technically. I mean, technically, he's levels above Nate Diaz for me at this stage. Um, is he a legitimate threat to Usman? No sure after that. No, it wasn't enough for me either, mate. I was, I was not battle disappointed, but I was just disappointed he ever got him out of there, which is for me what, what had to happen to allow his stock to rise in America and get him pushed forward so that he could jump ahead of Colby and get that shot with Usman. He didn't do that for me. One thing now for me probably is he's got to go and take another fight and probably against somebody who's an up-and-coming danger, man. Um, and that's a, that's a big issue. Um, all right, there's not, there's not really a lot of people probably within the rankings who are left to fight maybe, but it's a... Aye, it makes, it makes things hard for Leon again probably, put it that way. 
I would just fight anybody they offer me. Mate. I just wouldn't say no. I would just be like, see if I believed in myself as much as Leon does, and it's a case of, you know, he's maybe not fighting, like he's not getting that exclamation mark to make himself, you know, totally marketable. I would be like, you know what, just give them, just line them up, man. Give me Masvidal, I'll smash him. Give me fucking Burns, I'll smash him. Give me Kobe after losing smash, I'll smash him. Just give me everybody. I would just be saying, listen, just line them up, one after another, and let me do it. And maybe Leon will have to learn that he's going to have to do something a bit different. But who knows, mate? Who knows? Anyway. Interesting. I don't know. Right. The two Scots on this card. You want to start with Paul Craig? Mate, that's, that's was for me. I, I, there was two. Like, the, not all very often the performance tonight bonus has got the right people. But for me, the problem is I'd go to the right people. Because yep. Brandon Moreno, as I said, was fucking sensational. Paul Craig was fucking out of his world, by the way. That was... I did, like... We love Paul Craig. We pick him up as much as we possibly can. We want to push him forward. I think possibly two hours of have had our doubts at what level he could probably go to. But on that showing, the fucking sky's the limit for him, by the way, because he goes like that. I know what I'm good at. And he literally pulled Jamal Hill on top of him, onto the ground, and just started fucking with him, and just started fucking him up, and obviously, he got that finish in the end, obviously fucked his arm in the first place, probably should have been called in, maybe a possible tap in there, you don't fucking, it's hard to tell, the referee probably fucked up as well, but at least, I think for the full two minutes that that fucking lasted, Paul Craig was sensational for every fucking second of it, and it was just truly brilliant to see a Scott at that level, it really was, mate. It was just unbelievable. It was, it was different level, mate. It was, it's a level of jiu-jitsu you don't see very often. Um, I, I don't really know what to say, to be honest. <laughs> it was outstanding. It was just exactly what you expect from Paul Craig when he pulls that guard. He pulls guard, and then that's him absolutely, you know, winning the winning the race, mate. That was it. So. Aye, world class, world class jiu-jitsu, mate, from a guy who's very confident, very calm, never seems to panic ever, mate, you know, it's like even when he gets punched in the face, although he didn't get punched in the face on Saturday, but he never seems to be in, like panicking no matter what situation he is, I love the calmness about him, it's great, Um, I am a wee bit gutted for Jamal Hill that that had to happen to him, I mean, that arm, that arm is fucked, but end of the day, snap, tap or nap, mate, that's the way it is, do you know what I mean? That's what he said, that's what he said, what happens to you, so... Um, mate, I, I want to, he, he obviously he was given I think he was given not given Jamal Hill to be fucking basically pushed Jamal Hill back up the rankings it was a fight between two guys they had different styles who are very much probably well, only well, going one way he I think you nailed it I think you nailed it in your preview mate when you said this was he was getting fed to the Lions here because they put a lot of stock behind Jamal Hill I think you were right I think they thought Jamal Hill was going to take his head off and Paul's went, nah, fuck it. I'm going to do something different. Listen, mate, it was absolutely superb. Um, do you see the video of him in the... I the bath, like, that and getting his black belt. I, but do you notice who was sitting behind him when he got given his black belt? Uh, Jamal Hill. I, Jamal, I thought that was brilliant. Oh, by the way... It's about it, man. See, you're going to fuck it, Charlotte, and you're going to share a fight. I know, but it was just the way it was just the way it happened. Like, oh, Paul, what is it? Oh, here's your Bible. And the reason I'm giving you that is because see that guy's arm behind you. You fucked him up. I just thought it was fucking. Bro- Although to be fair, to fucking Jamal, the first person to congratulate him was Jamal. He fucking oh, well done, mate. You know, well, obviously well deserved. Look, you know what I mean? Fucking uh, smashed him. But nah, listen, mate. All round amazing. Just 
just typical, man. You never expect anything less from me, to be honest. No, I know. Um, I'll be interested to see you guys next because it's going to be a... Top ten. It's going to, for me, you're even looking at guys just outside the top five, man. Do you know how to actually... How to actually I'm going to say this. Feed to Paul Craig next. Uzdemir, Battle of Britain in London. Uh, Battle of Britain, Battle of Europe in London in September. Doesn't look like Uzdemir's got a fight lined up at this moment in time, so I think that could be good fucking good choke his cunt in neck out. Fuck it. Well, dropping the C bomb as well, mate. My bad, mate. I was just getting quite fucking get quite excited about it, mate, because when you've got somebody who's, let's be honest, close to a Close to a title shot to keep going the way he's going, man. I'll have two fights like that, and he's in one of there. the in one of the glamour divisions as well, mate. You know what I mean? Wonder if I wonder if at some point if we'll see a rematch Ann Kyler versus Paul Craig for a UFC title. How fucking mental would that be? Yeah, that would be good, mate. Be good. Joanne Calderwood, <sighs> mate. She want to fucking fight. I don't even really. I don't really even know if I really want to talk about this because I get quite frustrated with this, mate. Like I seen somebody post on Lions Boy on Instagram we follow and he posted something about it and said it's actually shocking like you look at the Chikagian result and then you look at this and it's actually like it's like they've actually got it in for it it's so bizarre mate I've never seen anything like it I do not understand under what circumstance right Um, they thought that uh, Lauren Murphy won two rounds mate I just don't get it I would have totally understood see if that had been a draw Bang on, because I scored at a draw. I'm not going to lie to Jojo. I'm not going to lie to ever the troops. I had um, Lauren Murphy a 10-8 in the second. She dominated. She had a 10-8 for me, right? It would have been a draw, but Jojo won the other two rounds. It's as simple as that. There's no ifs, buts, or maybes. It wasn't what? even close, mate. No, Jojo won a first and third round without doubt. Second one's maybe, did you have 10-8? Did you have 10-9? That's, that's the thing. For me, probably Murphy didn't probably do enough action on the ground to get a 10-8. Yes, she dominated it for like four minutes, but she never done enough for me to win a 10-8. Never done enough damage to Calderwood. So, for me, it's, it's a fucking 29-28 to Calderwood every fucking day of the week. The fact that I just don't see how Lauren Murphy won two rounds. I just can't get my head around that at all in any way, shape or form, how she never won that fight. Yeah. That's twice now she's been robbed of a title shot. Twice. And it's shocking. She probably done the UFC a favour as well last year at some point, taking the fight against Jennifer Meyer. Do you know what I mean? She didn't have to take that fight. She could have sat there, she could have waited for her shot, but she took it. She's had three three goals at getting a title shot. Twice she's been robbed, and the second time she waited, she, she took an extra fight on when she didn't have to. And it's just so shit, mate. It's just I am I'm, I, I thought it was really poor, mate. I thought it was a really poor poor decision, poor judging. Um Aye, not good, mate. Not good. No, fuck it. Pissed off to be honest, especially we we want we said we thought the two Scots would win. We did actually say that. We said that last week, and it, they should have. To be honest, it should have been a Scottish double. And we never fucking got it. And uh, I'm extremely pissed off, man. I feel so bad for Jojo because it must be hard. Cause you must go back to the, the changing room, or locker room, or and go. How the fuck did I know win that fight? I won the first. I won the third. Yeah. Somehow she won twenty nine twenty eight. How the fuck does that work? I just love how they came out after it and don't like moan about it. Like she didn't moan about it. She went like, and it is what it is. Um, got beat. Time to move on on to the next one. I'm like, no. I see that as me. I'd be fucking fuming, man. I'd be, I'd be getting up to Dana White's office and camping outside it until he spoke to me. I'd be, I'd be getting off my nut. But 
listen, maybe she's just built different fairs, man. She's just calmer and as a case of, do you know what, there's nothing she can do about it. We'll just need to get on with it and just win the next couple and get another go. I wouldn't put it past me if she goes out and wins the next three and gets another shot next year, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's it's doable. It's just Do you know the hang up sh- over that? You look at the likes of the rankings, right? She's pretty much fought everybody in that top six. Top seven. She beat fucking Jessica I, didn't she? Mm. Like, there's nobody else to fight. That's the fucking problem now for her. Mm. Yeah. And Andrade, the only one about to fight would be Andrade, but she's fighting Calvillo now. So I, I don't know. I honestly don't know where Jojo goes now. How it goes go forward for her because this was her one. This is the one to go beat Lauren Murphy. Go boom. Where's my title shot? Fuckers, give us it now. And. She done that and she never, she got it stolen off on I uh, just I pissed off the whole thing to be honest. Really pissed off the whole fucking thing. No, me too. In fact, you know, I even want to stop talking about it, I'm not what other terms it's annoying me now. One other thing to talk about. The fastest KO in UFC lightweight history, Terence McKinney, take about son. Like it actually was two punches. It was a right then a fucking left right down the middle and fucking bye bye, good night, Vienna. Like, I don't even think you need to... Have you seen the way fucking Frivola fell backwards? He didn't even need the extra punches. He was out when he fucking had a canvas. Like, oh, mate. And what an idiot, though. Imagine jumping up and then fucking fucking your knee when you're doing it as well, though. What a shoot, mate. Fair play to McKinney, man. It was... To do that, sensational fucking... I think he done it in two weeks' notice or something, so I think he had a fight like the 4th of June or something like that. He fought it two weeks ago, eh? So, aye, brilliant for the boy. Unbelievable. Um, if he continues that he's going to be a star he really is man he looks like he's got a bit of bit of bravado and a bit of presence about him as well he can talk the talk as well with those things so um, aye unbelievable great performance by him just, just thought I'd mention that I just thought I'd mention that absolute class you know that was the, it broke a couple of records at the weekend so it's became the most decin- the most decisions on a single UFC card and the longest event right. time of fight time at 3 hours 20 minutes it was a a long one the fucking was in the half track I got it all fucking watch with torture yeah it was tough mate it was tough I watched a lot of it on the Saturday night though so I was kind of lucky Um I watched a lot of it but I, it was good man it was, it was really good it was, a, it was a class night it was a really good you know mix of fights good performances Felipe's I am McKinney, as I said, there. Evlev was fucking superb as well. And even Brad Riddell was a really good combat against Brad Dober after getting nearly fucked up in the first round. So, um, aye. No, great night of fighting. It was really enjoyable to watch, to be honest. Yeah. Right, moving swiftly on. A little bit about Bellator from the weekend. A um, couple of things to mention. Aaron Pico was sensational. Um, the only thing I would say it took him an awful long time to get that anaconda choke despite the fact I had it in about 18 million times but um, yeah good good solid performance for Aaron man didn't give up didn't struggle like, when he struggled to get the finish just kept going kept plugging away man it was Pico looked I honestly mate I thought Pico looked absolutely sensational mate it was it was an incredible performance for Aaron Pico it really was man it was it was proper top draw it, it was it showed you that potential that everybody wanted to see in him and I love the thought they had they had in him early on in his career and I fucking what a performance for him. Pico unbelievable performance. Right, was unreal. unreal mate. Um and the other thing to talk about on this card is Yaros is it Yaroslav? Uh, Yaroslav Amazov and the utter domination of Dougie Lima. 
Yeah, it was a bit. I'm going to say it was shit as a fight. Um, obviously, I looked like Amosov were in there with a plan. I think first couple of minutes, basically of the round, he kind of stood with Lima for a wee bit, and as if some, as if his corner went like at three minutes to go, get him on his ass, and he done it every fucking time without fail. I think yeah. Lima got up maybe once or twice, but most of it was. Dugalino's ass must be sore because all he did was fucking lie on it all fucking night. Yeah, it was a hard one to watch for Dugalino fans when he got dominated, mate. Um, Amazov's an animal, mate. To be honest, I know like he didn't do very much and it was utter domination, but you've still got to be able to do the skills. You've still got to be able to do do the the, the deed, and he did, mate. He smashed them. So, mate, he's don't get me wrong. He's fucking tremendous at what he what he is and what he does. Um, I think we spoke last week, maybe. As his record a wee bit parried, well, he's now beat one of the best welterweights in the world, so you can't ever say that again. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree, mate. Totally yeah. agree. Absolutely brilliant. It was a bright performance, mate, and here's hoping he gets a couple of chances to defend it. MVP, I think he might be next. Um, maybe he can shut MVP up. That'd be class. Um, <laughs> although, getting a hold of MVP is always hard, so... Um, I he's quite good takedown defense, but and Dougal Lima done a bit of that, didn't he? But he got me back a few times, so um, yeah, we'll I don't see. know. I'll be to see, mate. I'll be, I'll be an interesting fight if that's the one to decide to make next, yeah, of course. Right, well, let's look forward to this weekend. And there is a PFL card, we're not going to look at that. So, all we've got to look at for this weekend is UFC Korean Zombie versus Ige from the Apex Center in Las Vegas. Is there going to be a crowd? No, if it's at the Apex, I doubt it. Is they sometimes put some people in the Apex now, okay. Maybe some famous, I think it was a couple of weeks back, they put some famous people in the fucking crowd. In oh, the I think they did, mate. I don't know, I just wasn't sure. I know they talked about it, but... Uh, I think if it's um, at the Apex, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a... There would be no sort of crowd whatsoever. So, yeah, UFC on ESPN, the Korean Zombie versus Ige, also known as UFC on ESPN 25 and UFC Vegas 29... Um, headlined by obviously TKZ Chan Chan Sung Young versus Dan Ige. Hey, yeah, I'm all I'm all in on this, mate. I'm all in on this. The, the card overall isn't tremendous. I don't think. No, it's not, it's not the best card. I'm gonna be like through it. I'm like, it's all right. Um, but um, headlined headlined by an absolute banger. Yeah, this should be interesting. You've got to say this has got fighting the night written all over it, surely. Um, Dan Ige can fucking knock you out in two seconds and Zombie can fucking take every punch everything everybody's ever thrown at him. So, um, well, apart from one elbow. But apart from that, it was fucking... Um, I expect this to go... I, I actually expect this to go 12-25 minutes, but it would not surprise me if Kane Zombie's going to maybe go have his back once or twice. And maybe even because back wins it on points, to be honest. Yeah. Um I can see it being that kind of back and forth fight that Ige does his damage, but the zombie just fucking grinds it out in the end, maybe. Um it's a class fight, it's gotta be absolutely sensational. Really looking forward to it, to be honest. It should be good. I mean look at I mean Danny is a bit of like a, a sleeper. Um uh in this division, like he's just kind of been kind of sneaking up. I know he like, lost to Calvin Kerr, but it was a good fight and it was close. But before that, mate, he's got a really, really good... Look at some of the names he's beat. Barboza, Bektic, you know, Gavin Tucker last time out. Or even Danny Henry, Kevin Aguilar. These are good fighters. Jordan Griffin, another good fighter. So, uh, it's, it's an intriguing fight. It's an intriguing main event, mate. Um, I'm absolutely buzzing. Um, as I say, the card overall isn't great. 
there is I love I love when Alexa Lennox on cards, man. It's absolutely fucking amazing because there's so many stats. Sergey Spivak has got less fights than Lennox has losses. Hang on, Big Spivak's fucking can be dangerous, so that could be interesting, man. Um, oh. and you don't know what you expect for the old granddad of fucking MMA, do you? So ah, if you never know what you're going to get with a man last time. Last time, one time, I can't remember what time it was. Remember he came out pure boxing one time? Like, actually, they tried to box the bastard. Um, it was absolutely amazing, mate. It was something else. Can't remember which. Can't which fight that was, but um, uh, this will be this will be alright, mate. I think Spivak. Maybe a a wee chance of passing the torch here for Alenic, or a wee bit of gatekeeping from Alenic. Um, should we go? There is another fighter on this we need to mention. Oh, Scott. We Casey. We Casey O'Neill. Um, fighting Australia. Yeah, I don't care what the Aussies say, man. She's hundred percent ours. We've had this. We've had this debate. I know. She's exciting to watch, mate. So this will be really good. Um, tough fight, by the way. They're throwing her in there. I'm telling you right now, Procopio is no fucking no mug. Um, they've gave her a tough fight, but fuck, I hope she comes through it because I Scott fucking pushing the fucking sensational. Um, she got a great way of fighting as well, man. Because don't get me wrong, she's a bit of, she likes her takedowns, but she fucking dominates them and she punches fuck at them when she gets them down there. Yeah. Um, so I'm buzzing to see her hopefully hopefully we see her live if she's the first prelim on the card as well so yeah that um, was a good time you never know that would be good man um, and there's not a lot on this card really you well. you might get a wee knockout at him uh, Yandarova may end up with a wee fucking submission victory at her at some point maybe um, Doogie's brother after last week's defeats on this card as well Against Matt Brown, who's a bit of a veteran. There's uh, a lot of like veterans on this, like Bruno Silva, Julian Arosa. You know, I, I think Matt the only fight I'm really buzzing for on this card is Marlon Vero versus David Grant. That good. is just that's got fucking fire written all over it, by the way. Because so David Grant last couple of fights, I think he's fucking won me knockouts, isn't he? And he did, he definitely won his last fight with a knockout, and that's just no David Grant's game. So to be doing that kind of stuff, fucking that his last two. He's won me knockouts. Um, so I fucking Marlon Vera. We always know how good Marlon Vera is. Um, we fought fucking a while back. When was that? 2016. That was David Grant's fucking debut. Mm-hmm. So um, I think Marlon Vera will be wanting that one back. So that was one of the only ones he's lost, I think. Yeah. Interesting to see, mate. It'll be good to have a good, have a good fight. Um, Tito, depending on where. You know, he's come since then, but um, I forgot I didn't even know they'd fought. That's amazing. Um, I have a good fight, mate. I'm looking forward. Davy Grant's a bit of a vet, so, and he's, he's had a couple of good performances in his previous couple, so I've been interested in that fight. I have a good fight, depending on which two versions of each guy turn up, you know? 100%, mate. It should be, it should be class. I'm looking forward to it. I've got to say, I'm looking forward to that fight as well, so. Um, okay. I should be good. Nice one. Right. Time for your favourite part of the show, my man. It's time for the news. See, just before we move on, I think I've just looked at the time there. That's says 4 pm Eastern. That's 9 o'clock. Yeah. Oft. Double check that, but that could die. That could be interesting then if it's a 9 o'clock start here. It says 4 pm Eastern. Yeah, that'd be really good, man. You get to see most of that. Hopefully, hopefully that apology is well, right there, huh? You won't get to see most of it. I'll get to see most of it, but you you won't. I might try and stay up for this because ah, it's very so early. Yeah, See, once I start catching it, you've got a chance, haven't you? Yeah, true. 
Uh, True. Aye, that's the main, the main car starts at 12 midnight, so. There you go. Nice one. Yeah, definitely a better about. Right, anyway, where are we? My bad. I just thought we'd give you some some good news for UK audiences. Fight announcement of the week, please, Mr M. There really hasn't been a lot this week. It's been right. extremely quiet on the old MMA front. Um, my fight probably of the week is Marlon Mirage versus Mirab Deshavili. De- that got announced today, didn't it? Yeah, UFC 266. What's that? Fucking end of September, October, maybe. Um, so, I, I'll be interested to see what Mirai just comes back for that. And you know how good fucking Mirab is, man. He just fucking ragged those cunts. So, <laughs> uh, that should be interesting. Uh, Tisa Torres versus Angie Hill, UFC 265. Touchy, was it Touchy Feely coming on? Is that what I read there? Aye. Uh, Touchy Feely versus Daniel Pereira will be a a wee late addition fight to the June twenty sixth fight um, card, which should be a fucking good fight. Um, it's always nice. good to see Touchy, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. I love to. We just love seeing Touchy Feely. I think that's what it is. Yep, definitely something about that fucking name. Um, Pitbull versus AJ McKee set for the July thirty first Bellator card. So not that far away now, really. What's that? Six weeks, maybe. Yep. Six, seven weeks and we'll get that main event so maybe finally see AJ McKee become world champion he's been desperate to become for the last fucking three or four years let's wait and see yeah uh, it's a tough tough fight that one but isn't it, man? it's tough for both of them so it should be fucking it should be absolutely sensational um, we'll go with Volkanovski versus Otega has been dinged for 266 as well so um, 266 looking decent so far then yeah, yeah. Um, so it's definitely looking decent if that's the probably headliner for 266 and the only other bad news is that if you still want to watch Alistair Overeem he will continue fine and he will be in glory again mm. so he's going back to his back to his roots of kickboxing kickboxing that would be good to see you kickbox that's quite good man we need to see if can try and catch a bit here but I didn't see a bit of news I've never I've never, I've never ever seen him fight in glory so it'd be interesting mm. to see him fucking back to his kickboxing roots so that should be good Definitely. Well, another bit of news I seen was Angie Hills joined the Cage Warriors commentary team for the trilogy in LA, which is pretty cool. I seen that actually. I forgot about that one. Um, I actually class at San Diego. That's an into the Cage Warriors trilogy. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. obviously going over to the states, it's fucking massive for them. We're interested to see what kind of fighters they put on it. Well, they kind of do like a, not a Britain versus US type thing, but they take a lot of British fighters over with them and. Like, you know, I can imagine they may have a little, they may have a wee bit, there might be a wee bit of an affiliation with Team Alpha Male because obviously they're based in San Diego, aren't they? Yeah, maybe, maybe something on the lines. Maybe they'll grab a few of their fighters and bring them in there. I know Scotty, Scotty Malone got announced to fight on the card, one of the cards, and he has trained there before. Yeah. So it could be that there's a wee tie-in with that gym. Maybe they've went, who can we ask? And then, you know, people have went, oh, what about this guy? What about this guy? So I don't know. I'm looking forward to the cards when they come there and then in a couple of weeks. So that'll be good to get a good review on them. Anyway, hopefully we've heard of some of the fighters. That'd be helpful. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, right. Is that oh, you? Sender months in London still. Is it? Uh, I was thinking that. It's not August or something in San Diego soon. You said that. Uh... I thought the June cards were in San Diego. No, it's like September or something. All right, so I'll take it back in. I was thinking that as you said that. I was like, you're confusing fuck at me. There you go, August 1st, Cage Warriors 126, San Diego, California. I thought it was a trilogy they were doing. Oh, well, okay, got that completely wrong. All right. All right, that's us. Yeah. Done. Cheers.
Right, nice one. Thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, we do appreciate the love. And as I said earlier on, if you haven't already, check out the boys over at Mustard MMA. We did a wee collab with them last week, and it was very good fun. Um, despite being very staunch England fans, they were relatively all right with us about the football coming up, which is pretty good. So um, I head over and check them out, guys. Um, definitely worth a listen. We highly recommended by us. And we hope you have a good week, and we'll catch you next time.